Hey everybody, Abby here. Due to some unforeseen um, audio problems, we are going to release some Patreon content for all of you to sample. If you like what you hear, you can check us out on Patreon at Queers for Fears Podcast. Thanks and enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Abby. And I'm Ellie. And this is the Queers, Queers for, for Fears, Fears Podcast. Podcast. This is our special Patreon episode. And I did all the research for this one. So you are getting Ellie's live uh, reactions. So today we're going to talk about Carl Tanzler. I don't even know who that is. Yep. Well, you're about to know <laughs> we're all, all about him. We're all on this journey together. Okay, so here we go. We're just going to dive right in. And uh, I have some photos to show Ellie, and she's going to freak out. Anyway, thank you for being a Patreon subscriber to listen to this episode, by the way. So, Carl Tanzler, also known as Carl von Kossel, was born in Dresden, Germany, February 8th, 1877. Of course, he's an Aquarius, because <laughs> he's doing this freaky shit, and I'm like, what? I can say that. I'm also an Aquarius. <laughs> Don't at me. <laughs> During his childhood and while later traveling to Italy, Tanzler stated that he was visited by visions of the dead. Most of them had to deal with his own ancestor, Countess Anna Constantia von, Co- von Kozel. In these visions, the Countess revealed to Carl his true love, an exotic, dark-haired, beautiful woman. Oh, brother. Is that why he went to Italy? I I don't know. It didn't say why he went to Italy. <laughs> I mean, you don't I'm need ass- a great reason. I'm assuming, I'm assuming turn of the century stuff, like, they just could because of all the new inventions. I don't know. Maybe the world's fair. I don't fucking know. Also, this guy had, uh, had like, a zillion names. P.S. He was listed as George Carl Tanzler on his German marriage certificate, but then he was listed as Carl Tanzler von Kozel on his United States citizenship papers. And then he was listed as Carl Tanzler on his Floridian death certificate. Because spoiler alert, this guy's dead. <laughs> Some of his hospital records were signed Count Carl Tanzler von Kozel. I literally in my notes wrote, did he just give himself the title of Count? What? And then in parentheses, after reading about him a little more, I wrote, update, he wasn't a count. So he just, like, signed his name Count Carl Tanzler von Kosel. I mean, it's not the weirdest thing I've heard of someone do, to, doing to get, like, quality health care. Also, what is a count, anyway? Because all I can think of is Sesame Street. Yeah. Like, I'm not sure how it is. Like, I know it's, like, a it's a, it's a title. It's not that fa- fancy of a title, but it's still a pretty like fancy title. Right, so I'm reading Anna Karenina right now, and... Okay, I don't even know how to Google this. Like, what is a count? So there, you know... It's gonna have, like, the count is a puppet on Sesame Street. <laughs> uh, European title of no- nobility equivalent to a British earl. So do the British not have counts? Or in countries without marquises, a duke. Ugh, that doesn't help me at all. All right. So a count is a count, everybody. Okay, <laughs> hang on, wait. I don't know. This is a whole thing. <laughs> count, noun, fancy bitch. <laughs> I like that dictionary definition. (laughs) Anyway, so Tanzer was an odd dude to say, you know, the very least. Before the outbreak of World War I, Tanzer wound up in Australia, where he was interned for presumably just being German during this time period. Yeah. Yep. Around 1920, when he had returned to Germany, he married Doris Schaefer. I'm gonna assume that's the right spell you know that germany is our second most popular country of who listens to us on this oh. podcast 
know. Yeah, it Your was family is German. It's so. like eighty percent. I mean, they don't know my last name, but sure. But yeah, it's like eighty percent United States, and then it's like eight percent Germany. And I was like, oh. I don't know. It was cool. Anyway, I hope my teen cousins aren't listening to this. I hope I also do. That was my <laughs> thought too, and I was like, You're oh young no. To know about my um. Anyway, so he married Doris Schaefer, with whom he had two children. Aisha Tanzler um, was born in 1922 and eventually passed away in 1998. And Clarissa Tanzler, um, who died at the, who was born in 1910 and passed away in 1934 due to diphtheria. Damn, just sad. That's an old time. What is diphtheria? I don't know, but Balto helped save children from diphtheria. Oh my God, that's right. We're just going to Google all kinds of stuff. <laughs> diphtheria, a serious infection of the nose and throat that's easily preventable via vaccine. Yep. A sheet of thick gray matter covers the back of the throat, making breathing hard. Yeah. Yuck. That's why in Balto, the little like, girl is like breathing so terribly and awfully. And they're like, hurry up, Balto, or whatever. What was her name? I don't know. I, I feel like I'm trying to remember if I've even <sighs> seen Balto. Oh my god, if you haven't seen Balto, we're <laughs> stopping this immediately and watching Next movie Balto. So Balto. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> fucking Kevin Bake? I can't what even are, with what you. Else fucking Phil Collins is a fucking polar bear in that movie. There was something else you were chewing me out for not having seen recently. Mm. Was it The Sandlot? It might have been. It might have been. Was it Goodfellas? That wasn't me. That was probably my partner and that chewed okay. you out about Goodfellas. <laughs> Who was it that called it the Goodfellas? It was me. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got promptly corrected by my partner. And then he was like, it's like um, there's no the, uh, actually. <laughs> it's like, all right. Nerd. Anyway, so Tanzler immigrated to the U.S. from Germany in 1926, sailing from Rotterdam on February 6, 1926. That's my birthday. Not 1926, though. <laughs> um, to Havana, Cuba. Okay, so from Cuba, he eventually settled into, I'm going to try to say this, Florida. I know we have Florida listeners. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Uh Please be nice to me when you try to correct how this is actually correct said. Abby at our social media. <laughs> Zephyrillus. That sounds right. Florida. It's Z E P H Y R H I L L S. Yeah, Zephyrillus. So yeah, okay. Florida, where his sister had already arrived, and Carl was late. I'm just going to call him Carl because I feel like we're buds. Not count. No. Count Carl? Never count. Ew, no, I hate that. Why did you say it so seductively? <laughs> so Carl was later joined by his wife and two daughters. Um, in order to work, Tanzer left his family and moved to Key West, Florida, where he took up a job as a radiology technician. Technician? Technician. Jeez. That's what they call him in Michigan. <laughs> um, at the U.S. Marine Hospital under the name Carl von Kosel. While working at the hospital in April of 1930, Tanzer met a 21-year-old woman named Maria Elena Milagro de Hoyos. How old is he at this point? He, okay, this so is this is year? 1930 and he was born in 1877. So he was like 40. He's like 53. 53. Told you. Not a math teacher, y'all. <laughs> Elena Elena was a young and beautiful Cuban-American woman who had been brought to, to the hospital by her mother for an examination. Hey, guess what, everybody? Not really a spoiler alert. 
I try to find if Carl's wife was dark haired and exotic looking, but I'm assuming not. His wife was German. Mm-hmm. Not super. Like so that. I'm guessing she had lightish, sandy, like mine is what I was I'm gonna say, hair like yours. Hair like mine. Anyway, when Tanzer saw Elena, he immediately assumed that she was the dark haired, exotic woman of his visions and communications with the dead. I wish you could hear my eyes rolling. Yeah. I just might pick that up. I literally wrote down, but I can't even get a text back. <laughs> 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 that that was just a joke. You're you're great at you're great at texting, boo. If you're listening, you're great at it. You're so good. Good at job. It. Oh yeah, I literally wrote in my notes. Also, if you're trying to do the math in your head about how old Carl was when he met Elena, count no further. He was 55, easily able to pass as her father. Whoa. Anyway, Elena also married, ironically, sort of, February 18th of 1926, just days before the Tandlers had settled down in Florida. Elena's husband had left her after Elena miscarried, and he moved to Miami. What an asshole. Seriously. Regardless, they remained legally married until the day she died. I'm assuming that was because of religious church, religious reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Um, She was, I think her family was pretty, uh, pretty much devout Catholics, I think is what I read. So anyway... Sadly, Elena was diagnosed with tuberculosis, a disease, Shit. yeah, a disease during the 1930s that did not ask the did not ask the question what if she'll die, but when will she? Many of Elena's immediate family had already died from tuberculosis by this time. Well, so I know that I'm always like, oh, the 20s were so fabulous and awesome. And I would love to live there. I would not. You catch a cold dead. Right? Like in was, any infection, dead. Right? Like when we were all like, what if Chicken the twenty twenties were like the nineteen twenties and art deco and glamour and anarcho syndicalism, that would be great. <laughs> and instead you have fucking infectious disease and crashing stock markets. So I'm sorry, <laughs> I take it back. <laughs> I love art deco, but not that much. Not that much. So Carl was obsessed with Elena. Yeah. He lied about how much medical knowledge he actually had and said he would find her a cure oh, for her illness. Come on. He attempted to cure her with x-ray and electrical equipment that he brought from the hospital to Elena's home, as well as a variety of like of medicines that like didn't even have patents or anything. You know how back in the day when they made Coca-Cola as like a medicine at yeah. first? It was, you know, shit like that. Tanzer not only tried to cure Elena, but he also showered her with gifts like clothing and jewelry and even professes undying love to her. It is said, however, there's no evidence that Elena loved him back. And almost every single source that I read about was like, she didn't love him back. Yeah. She didn't. She just didn't. She's like, I, she's like, um, my husband walked out on me and I'm literally, literally trying not to die of tuberculosis. <laughs> Could you not <laughs> stay out of my mentions? Sir. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, in October of 1931, Elena passed away after her battle with tuberculosis. Tanzer paid for her funeral, and with her family's permission, he commissioned a mausoleum, which was built as Elena's final resting She's place. She's doing air quotes, and I do not like or respect these air quotes. <laughs> in Kiwa Cemetery. Uh, you'll find out why I did that soon. Uh. So Carl was the only one with a key to Elena's mausoleum, and he would visit it every night. This is giving me, like, in the House of the Spirits vibes, and I don't like it. I hated that book. That book was awful. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ms. Allende. I just did not. I didn't get it. I didn't like it. Well, first of all, I was one of those teenagers that if you made me read a book, I was like, ugh. 
I'm not gonna like this. <laughs> if you're, <laughs> if you're not fucking like making me read it, I'm not gonna like it, and I didn't like it. I just read it for the first time very recently. Maybe I was just too young for it. I, I feel yeah, like we assign like, these, we assign this literature to kids way when they're way too young to like yeah. fully get it. Well, especially like you don't know, like at that age, you wouldn't have known about like President Allende and like the whole history. Yeah, around it. you'd have been like, is this an allegory? Yeah, or something? And it's I like, did not get it. No, it went, literally, her like cousin or whatever was yeah. deposed or yada yada. It went way over my head. Anyway. It was also rumored that Carl, anytime I say Carl, I think of Carl, <laughs> like that old school YouTube video, Carl. I think of my trainer's cat whose name is Carl. Oh my God, that's so much better. Anyway, so now I'm like, oh, Carl, it's not Carl the cat. <laughs> it was also rumored that Carl had placed a telephone in this mausoleum to be able to call Elena whenever he could and talk to her throughout the day. Isn't that a Twilight Zone episode? With the grandma? Yes. Yes. It's a very good episode. It's, yeah. Or no, it's not the grandma. Isn't it? It's someone's wife or former uh, lover or something. There's definitely one where the kid gets calls from his grandma. His yes, on a toy one. phone. But yeah. then there's another one where, like, there's a power line that goes out. <gasps> yeah. And the wire is touching the grave. The grave or yeah. something. Oh, God. That one's way creepy. Yep. So, on the evening in April of 1933... Two years after her death, I want to just really hit that home. Tanzer crept into the mausoleum and removed Elena's body. Nope, hate it. Carrying her back to his own home on a toy wagon in the middle of the night. Her face right now is restless. Isn't that nuts? Can you imagine just being Carl, like with his little (laughs) wagon? And someone's like, hello, Carl. And he's like, Hello, pay no attention to me in this wagon. Thank you. bitches. When he was eventually asked why he had done this, Tanser explained that Elena's 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 spirit. Bro, what the fuck? Tanser said. He said, he explained that Elena's spirit would come to him whenever he sat by her grave and sang a Spanish song. Okay. He said, first of all, this is one of my pet peeves. And I have many, as you know, if you've been listening to this for a while, (laughs) because I feel like I say one in every episode. He called it a Spanish song. It is not, I don't think it's a Spanish song. It's a a song in Spanish. Yeah, it's a song in Spanish. But he's like, I sang sang her un Spanish song. I can't do a German accent, as it turns out. He doesn't even. He also said Elena would tell him to take her from the grave. Like, okay. take me home. No. No. All right, here's where it gets weird, because it has... <laughs> like, now? <laughs> it's like, it's it's only sort of weird, and now it's going to really get it's weird. It's like regular weird, and now it's like mm-hmm. special members only, ad-free weird. Yep. So when Tanzer got home, he carefully attached the corpse's bones back together with wire and coat hangers and fitted her face with glass eyes to match what Elena's looked like in real life. Fuck off. Eventually, Carl made a wig out of Elena's decomposing scalp, (coughs) made of her own hair. (coughs) He also perfumed the corpse to hide the smell of decomposing flesh. I'm sorry, he has a wife and two daughters still, right? But he, remember I told you he moved to Key West to work at the hospital. So they're back in Zephyrillus. Yes. Okay. 
See, if my spouse was like, I'm going to go work in Key West, I would assume that my spouse was about some like Hemingway nonsense and they were actually going to like fish and grow a long beard. This oh, is man, way worse. Fuck Hemingway, I dude. <laughs> I hate him so much. I literally have read The Old Man in the Sea and that's it. And I am already tired of Hemingway. I've read only his short stories and I wanted to die. I was like, surely death could be better than this misogyny. Hot Thank take. You. Hemingway would be a weird scraggly MRA with his long ass beard. <laughs> <laughs> Keyboard warrior if he were alive today. So as Elena's skin continued to decompose, Tanza replaced it with silk that had been soaked in wax and plaster of Paris. I have a picture of this mummy. Yep. I'm going to I'm gonna have to take a look at that. <laughs> Hang on, let me finish describing what else he would do to preserve her, and then I'll show you. In order to keep Elena's original form, which is gross, that just means, like, her figure, which is, like, I was like, I don't like... like how do I make silk titties? <laughs> <laughs> go to jail, sir. Do not best go. Do not collect $200. Just... Silk titty. Anyway... He stuffed her abdominals and chest cavity with rags to, like, make it look like she still had, like, some shape there. He dressed the remains in the gifts that he had given her. Stockings, gloves, and jewelry, all doused with disinfectants and perfumes to help slow composition and cover the insufferable smell. Can you imagine putting stockings on your own live self is hard enough? (laughs) I know, I can't imagine trying to put it on somebody else, much less someone else that's dead that can't even move their own fucking legs. Oh my god, I would be so angry. Okay, okay so do you want to see this creepy ass yes mummy? Yes, no. let's let's see. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's not as bad as I was expecting. I still hate it. It looks like a <laughs> right. So I'm only looking from the chest up, and it looks like just a bad art project. The face <laughs> it does. That's true. It's not as upsetting as I was expecting. Okay, so like. Here we go. Imagine taking white scotch masking tape and covering like your face with it, and that's kind. And then drawing a new face on it. it, Yeah, that's kind of what it looks like to me. Yeah, it looks like someone made a bad like paper mache mask. I will say that Carl could draw the fuck out of some eyebrows. I know. I was some pretty good. (laughs) Carl Tanzler, do my eyebrows. Perhaps most horribly of all, Tanzer had created a fake vagina no. out of a paper tube. I knew that's where this was going. So that he could have sex with Elena as well. Tanzer kept Elena's corpse in his bed and would sleep next to her every night. In October of 1940. I'm sorry. Seven, seven years. Seven years later. Can you imagine how that smelled? Oh my god! It's After so gross. seven years, it uh, wouldn't. Uh, I can't. I'm getting like psycho flashbacks. <laughs> Elena's sister Florinda heard rumors of Tanzer sleeping with the disinterred body of Elena, and confronted Tanzer at his home. I'm sorry, there were rumors, and people were just like, "Oh, ho, ho, that wacky." Yep. Okay. Elena confronted if you Carl. A rumor of this nature. Call the police. <laughs> Confronted Tanser at his home where she discovered the body of her sister. How do you even... You guys, there's more. He had also been caught dancing with the body of Elena in front of an open window. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. So I think that's actually what caused Florinda to come over and be like, what the fuck? Because it says, my notes are like, 
<clears throat> Florinda immediately notified the authorities. Good, and correct. Carl was arrested and detained. Tanzer was psychiatrically examined and found competent to stand trial on the grounds of removing a body and destroying a grave. After a pre- preliminary hearing on October 9th of 1940, the charges were dropped because the statute of limitations of these crimes had expired. Clearly, whoever... So he wasn't even charged with anything. No, clearly whoever came up, decided on the statute of limitations for this particular crime was a pure soul who never could have possibly fucking imagined how long something like this would go on. Shortly after the discovery of Elena's corpse by authorities, the body was put on display and more than 6,800 people came to view it. What? It was like a Ripley's Believe It or Not type show, I think, is what these people came to see. Elena's body was eventually returned to the cemetery to an unmarked grave so it could avoid any further disturbances. Yeah. Because Carl was still alive. Ah! In 1944, Tanzer moved to Pasco County, Florida, a town near his Zephyrus, Florida. He wrote an autobiography that appeared in the pulp publication Fantastic Adventures in 1947. His home was near his wife, Doris, who apparently helped support him all these years. In 1950, Tanzer received U.S. citizenship in Tampa, Florida. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess if... Even the (laughs) The charges were, I'm right. I'm like, the charges were dropped all the same. I feel like I'm trying to think if you have to disclose on the N400, whether you've been charged, I think you would have to disclose even if the charges were dropped. There's still more weird shit to this. So even though Carl had been separated from his obsession, he still used a death mask of Elena's face to create a life-size effigy of her and lived with it until his death in 1952 at the age of 75. His body was discovered clutching this life-sized, I'm going to call it a doll because that's what it is. Yeah. Clutching this life-sized doll three, three weeks after he had passed away. So imagine he was a very lonely dude. There's also like a bunch of rumors, speculation going around that Tanzer had the body switched and he actually still had Elena's remains somehow, which seems pretty far-fetched to me, but like not completely impossible. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm so curious. That is is Carl Tanzer. I'm so curious about his wife and kids. Like she supported him, but like, did she know what had happened? Like, is there any way she could not? Mm. Or like, I don't know. Man. Well, it's also like a very strange relationship because when he moves back to Florida or because, you to know, Key West is yeah. like, yeah, when he moves back to the mainland. He doesn't even move back in with her. Yeah. So I'm assuming that they I mean, had- she would not let there be a fucking doll of his. Yeah. So here's also here's Carl and here's Elena. Poor thing. I know. She's so gorgeous. I think she's like, she is super pretty. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Carl kind of looks like if I had to draw Sigmund Freud in Pictionary, (laughs) that's what he looks like (laughs) to me. Looks, yeah, like Sigmund Freud and like Dr. Arden from AHS Asylum. Dr. Arden. (laughs) (laughs) Never had a children's word at Briarcliff. You'll never be a pretty girl. (laughs) Anyway. Naughty pie. Jessica Lang. season, whoa. Please sponsor us. Oh my god, Jessica Lang. And do a plug where you just yell. I would die and then ask Ellie to mummify my body. We have the same alma mater. Alma mater. (laughs) Anyway, 
We hope you enjoyed this Patreon bonus episode. If you want to follow us on Instagram, you can do so at Queers for Fears Podcast. Same for Facebook. Twitter is Queers Fears Pod. I run that account. I'm a goddamn maniac. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Gmail is Podcast Queers for Fears. I think that's it. Yeah. And, and I run Instagram. So if you want to talk to me, you know where to find me. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say our Patreon, but obviously you already found it. Yeah, Patreon. you found our Patreon. This. Good job. Yay! Good on you. Tell friends about our podcast uh, that you think will enjoy it, and also leave us a five star review on iTunes. Thanks for listening. Stay queer. Don't dig up anybody. Yeah, please don't do that. <laughs> Bye. Bye.